Welcome to Real Estate Talk with the CSJ team, brought to you by Elfant Wissahickon Realtors on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Ellie. Good morning. All right. So today we're talking with Elie Trovato, who is working at 1031 Corp. Thank Correct. you so much for coming, Ellie. Let's just dive right into it. What is a 1031 exchange? Well, first, thank you very much for having me. I look forward to sharing information on 1031 exchanges. What a 1031 exchange is, is a tax strategy to leverage pre-tax dollars to reach your short and long-term investment goals. You're able to defer capital gain tax liabilities when when selling a investment or business use property and rolling it into a like-kind property within 180 days and following a few simple rules. However, far beyond the tax deferral, what a 1031 can do is really help you to reach your short and long-term investment goals, whether that's diversifying your portfolio from rentals into vacant land that you wish to build on, or consolidate your portfolio of 50 properties down to maybe one or two, which will allow you to have less hands-on management. Also, you can relocate anywhere in the 50 United States. So you can sell your rental here in Pennsylvania and go to warm and sunny Florida and get that vacation home that maybe you convert to your second home down the road or a primary residence. All right, so I just want to make this very clear. Is this a way to avoid paying taxes? That is a great question. So a 1031 exchange defers taxes. It is not a tax avoidance. What happens is if you continue to exchange, you continue to defer the taxes. And if you use it as an estate planning tool, you can will the property to your heirs. And when you pass on, which is a very long time from now, your heirs are going to see that property acquired on a stepped up basis, which is on the fair market value of the day of, as well as the capital gain tax liability going away. However, if you do sell the property outright outside of the exchange, that is when the capital gain tax would be due. Okay. So is there a limit in the amount that the property would be sold for and the type of property you would be buying and the amount that those properties or that property would be? That's a great question. So there really is no limit. It goes back to your tax picture. If you're selling a property that's held for long-term business or investment use and you have a capital gain tax liability, that's when a 1031 exchange may make sense. The best person to discuss that with is going to be your tax and legal advisors. And in terms of how you maximize your tax deferral, say you sell a property for $500,000. The way you maximize that tax deferral is by rolling that $500,000 into one or multiple properties to get the biggest bang for your buck. So what happens if you sell a $500,000 property, it's an investment property, but then you only buy $400,000 worth of property? That can work. It would be called a trade down. So you have that $100,000 that's not reinvested that would be subject to capital gain taxes up to 20% as well as depreciation recapture, but it could still work. Again, your tax advisor can help you to review the numbers to make sure that it makes sense. And can the opposite happen? For example, you sell a $500,000 property, but you want to buy $800,000 worth of property. 
that is the best way to maximize your tax deferral and really leverage your pre-tax dollars to get a property or properties that better suit your needs. Okay, so now we're going to speak about the flow of a 1031 exchange. And you don't need to grab a piece of paper and a pen. If needed, just call Ellie after this. But can you give us the rundown of how it works? Because it's all full of dates and number of days and yes, etc. absolutely. So the moment that you go under contract with uh, your, replace, your relinquished property, which with your team, I'm confident that's a fairly short time span. That is when you want to engage a qualified intermediary such as 1031 Corp. We put all the necessary documents in place, including an exchange agreement and instructions for the sale. We provide those instructions to the closing agent. Once settlement occurs and funds are dispersed, that starts the exchange timeline. You have 45 days from that date to identify potential replacement properties and running concurrently is the 180 day exchange timeline. That is the day by which you need to acquire replacement properties. So you identify by day 45 any potential properties, you acquire that second or multiple properties by day 180, and the exchange comes to to an end, and you deferred your taxes. What happens if out of the three properties, none of them work out? That is a great question. So let's say the client does not identify any properties by day 45, or they do identify by day 45, but don't acquire by day 180. That is a failed exchange, and what happens is funds are returned to the client, and they would report the sale as a regular taxable sale as they would have without the exchange. And at that point, they have to pay capital capital gains tax. Correct. Okay. What about this? Is this true or is this a myth? You sell an investment property, and then you decide that you're going to buy your dream house down the shore, and you're going to put it up for rent as an investment property, and then it becomes your primary. Do you have to pay capital gains tax? You do not? Or how does that function? That's a great question. And you would be interested to know that a vacation home is very popular in 1031 world. It is an acceptable form of real estate or replacement property in a 1031 exchange. But the key is to follow the safe harbor rules, which basically say you follow the rules, the IRS doesn't attack the use of the property. Your personal use needs to be in, um, in 24 months, in each 12-month period, a max of 14 days or 10% the number of days, and then you need to rent the property out at fair market value. After doing that for two years, you can safely convert it to your second home or primary residence without a tax liability. Oh my God. I'm going to have to re-listen to this many, many times because I love it. Okay. I just want to speak about Ellie for a quick second. Ellie is one. She's bilingual, English, Italian. Um, She's also a person that is interested in building relationships with her clients and have repeat clients. But the best fun fact about Ellie... She used to be a roller derby aficionado, so there's yes. nobody to push her over. Is that right? <laughs> well, that is correct. I am very much, as you mentioned, for building relationships and creating strong bonds. But I think my roller derby background really taught me to speak up and make sure that I'm an advocate for myself and my clients. So I miss those days of roller derby, but you know, <laughs> children, so need to be mindful. <laughs> Great. Ellie, give us your phone number on, on the air. Absolutely. It is 610-792-4880. And my extension is 215. All right. So this was Ellie Trovato at 1031 Corp. Thank you so much for coming today. 
Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Don't forget to like, review, subscribe, and share our podcasts. And send your suggestions. We want to hear from you. The CSJ team with Mary Ellen, Karen, Cecile, the Stellar Choice.